everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my right is Denver Dave and we're here to talk about the NFL. Merry Christmas Dave. Christmas dude. <laughs> Jesus, that sounds about, that's a rough Christmas isn't it? Oh well yeah, uh, what have you been up to? <laughs> that sounds, uh, uh, that sounds eating, dodgy. drinking and being merry. Excellent, excellent. It is Boxing Day um, yeah. in the UK and we're recording a podcast because you know. We're that dedicated. We are that dedicated. We're stupid and dedicated. Just hate our families that much. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to go through, obviously, the week 16 games that happened and then look ahead to the last regular season week. And, uh, yeah, let's do some news quickly, Dave. And I suppose there's only one bit of news that really is worth talking about. And that is that Marshawn Lynch is uh, returning to the NFL with the Seahawks of all teams uh, to help them with their playoff push. Nice, uh, nice story, isn't it? I suppose. Uh, isn't it? Depending on how it goes, it will be. Well, it doesn't matter, I suppose. Yeah, to a <laughs> Even if they get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs, it the will. fact they brought him back, as long as they make the playoffs, I, mean, <laughs> I think they've beat. made the playoffs, yeah. Dave. But uh, yeah, no, it's a good story, and it's yeah. nice to see because obviously a few weeks ago he was um, chugging beers at a tailgate for the Raiders. I was going to say I've seen lots of videos and pictures and things. Do we know what kind of shape he's in? I think he's got an MMA trainer helping him out the last few weeks because. It was on the cards when, obviously, the uh, Seahawks running back started to go down. Rashad Penny was out. Yeah. Um, he thought there may be a chance. And, of course, we'll talk about uh, later on what happened to the rest of the Seahawks uh, running back crew. But uh, let's see how it goes. Obviously, it's going to be nice to see him dressed again for the, the Seahawks. And yep. fingers crossed he has a couple more runs. And Do you think it'll make out. a difference? I think it's not going to hurt them. No, I agree. I, I, in terms of... The locker room, at least, is going to be more fun. So that's always good for the Seahawks. And that is conducive to a good playoff run. It absolutely is. Fun. (laughs) Just ask Bill Belichick. Um, Let's talk about the games then, Dave. Obviously, there were three on on the Saturday. Yeah. Uh, That started off with the Houston Texans at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's a crazy game down in Tampa. There was a pick six on Winston's first pass. There were fumbles, more interceptions, drops on both sides. But the Texans avoided this trap game just to win the AFC South division. Uh, you had Deshaun Watson, 184 passing yards, no touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Jamel Dean got that one on Deshaun Watson. Thanks, Snoops. Um, <laughs> for Jameis Winston, who is the main man in this game, 335 passing yards, one touchdown, four interceptions. One yeah. of them was a pick six, first of all, for Bradley Roby, as I mentioned. There were interceptions for Justin Reed, Jonathan Joseph, and the killer pick was Jaleel Adai uh, when they were charging to try and get down the field for a, a game-tying uh, touchdown. There were rushing touchdowns for Carlos Hyde on the Texan side. Ronald Jones on the Bucks uh, response. Justin Watson with the only receiving touchdown for the Bucks. Um, it's kind of a complete Jameis Winston performance, don't you think? To a certain degree. Um, I mean, what what is interesting is if you look on Google, it does say that he got zero interceptions, which is does it? <laughs> yeah, somewhat of a conspiracy. Oh, well, there you go. Going on there, um, but no. I mean, I had I was in my championship. Uh, my Super Bowl fantasy team and I had Jameis starting a quarterback yeah, so I was yeah. absolutely seething with the four interceptions but 335 yards must have helped a little bit right uh, 11 points so no let's not talk about fantasy so much because <laughs> no I mean the thing is when you when you break it down yeah the leader of any team on the offence is the quarterback he threw four interceptions yes and only lost by three points I know so I 23-20 the final score it says more about the Texans than it does the Bucks this game. I mean, Bruce Aarons looked like one at one point like he was going to explode. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was wearing a red top. It looked like he was stripped to the waist. Bless him. <laughs> so, um, no, I think it's... When you're looking at Winston, if, yeah. imagine what it would like if he still had DJ. 
If you still have Jackson, oh, yeah, yeah. having that deep threat. I mean, he's turned, is it Perriman? Yeah, Broussard Perriman had a good game. So he's turned Perriman into, in the past three or four weeks, looking like a legit red zone threat. And yeah, was, Mike Evans is out now, so he wasn't yeah. available. Well, I was looking at Perriman's stats, and in college, wasn't a deep threat, wasn't a deep threat at all. No. That's not his bag. It's not what he does. So I, I can see before the playoffs are over, then franchise tagging him, or there's another tag that's available now. Um, because we're in the last year of the combined bargaining agreement, so you yeah. can put on a, this is another tag that you can do, which means they'll pay him slightly less. Okay, um, but it's a guaranteed one-year deal that no one can poach and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think it's it's this game said more about the Texans than I think it did the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, looking at the uh, Texans themselves, mm-hmm. I mean, they lost Fuller. We know what impact that has. Yeah, um, and Bill O'Brien after at the end of the game was saying that you know there's only so many soft tissue injuries that someone can get before mm-hmm. you start asking questions mm-hmm. um, so it wouldn't again surprise me if they move off him because you need someone fit and they've got stills now but he hasn't been the threat well yet. he's not the same player he's not no. As, no one's as fast as Will Fuller really apart from Tyreek Hill well maybe that's the problem well yeah when you're that you're fast you're going to get injuries yeah um, but the Texans don't really have any rushing yards of significance they spent all of this draft capital and all of this money on left tackles, wide receivers, all sorts. And they're missing fundamentally the yeah. what, the cheapest position in the NFL. And that's just a running back. I know. Yeah, Carlos, I try that he did okay, but he's, he's they've, they've never he's had okay. a running game though. I mean, and also they got rid of, well, they brought in Larry Tunsil, but then he yeah. got injured. Mm-hmm. So that's but not helpful He still played them. quite a few games though. Yeah. Um, but, but they I mean, played a little bit scared that you could tell that the, the Bucks had nothing to lose and they just no. went out there and was slinging no, but that's been the that's been the Bucks bag all season. Yeah. Um, they just go even when they it. had yeah. something to lose, they were still throwing it. That's the way they have to play. But it's entertaining to watch, though, right? Yeah, no, it is amazing to watch. But I mean, when Bill O'Brien's negotiating with the Dolphins, and he's saying, "Well, we're looking at this. Give us that." Yeah. Why doesn't he say, "So, Kenyon Drake, you're not too interested in him?" Yeah, can, exactly. Can, he's just giving players away. Yeah, yeah we'll have Drake. We'll, yeah, we'll give you a fourth or fifth for him. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just it's just weird because you're looking at the Texans. I don't know how many rushing yards they got. I, I, let me have a quick look now. So, thirty-seven, twenty-seven, and four is nothing. Yeah. So, in this game, they're crying out for a rushing game. The only rushing game they have is their quarterback. Yeah. And you don't want him to be running. You no, don't. you do so not. No. Yeah. This game said more about the Texans than I think it did the Bucks, And ultimately, um, they miss a pass rusher as well. So, I think with um, JJ coming, coming back, yeah. back off IR, um, might be a big thing. I did read an article that said he's not ready to play yet. Um, but you have to reinstate. You shouldn't have to play this weekend anyway. No, but you reinstate someone prior to week 17 because after that you're not able to. Yeah. Um, so the only reason they're doing it now is because he might make the championship game if they get there. So don't expect him to start anytime soon. Well, he might be in the playoffs before the championship game if he, if they get that far, yeah. which is going to be doubtful. Yeah. But, <laughs> we'll uh, see. The last thing was hopefully no one was playing a drinking game every time that Rich Eisen said to Sean Watson instead of Jameis Winston and Winston instead of Watson <laughs> because... That was ridiculous. This is what happens when you don't put a proper commentary crew on a game. They yeah. didn't give it the respect they deserved. Well, the interesting thing with... Because uh, Winston's now got 28 interceptions, um, and that's now level with Peyton Manning's first season yeah. when he got drafted in 98. Yeah. He's going for 30 for 30, isn't he? 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. There's a good chance he might get more than 30 interceptions this <laughs> But if you... So he had four interceptions this game, yeah. five interceptions when they played the Panthers in London. Mm-hmm. So if you remove... Those, I mean, I know that they're part of his stats, but if you remove those because they're two extremes, yeah, his stats don't look horrific. They don't look terrible. And some of those passes, like the Cameron Brake, just dropped the ball. Yeah, 
when he should have caught it. There was there, and OJ Howard. There was there were certain passes that weren't on Jameis at all. Well, there was there was one a couple of weeks ago, an interception where the guy uh, there was a guy who ran deep. It might have been Perriman. I'm not mm. sure. I'm going to go out on a limb and say <laughs> it was because disproved me. We haven't told what game and, it is, so we can't. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's golden. He's basically burning straight through the middle on the numbers. Breaks left, and yeah. the throw is obviously to break right. Yeah. And because the ball went sort of. I would say about five or six yards wide of the numbers. And it's almost like that's the type of thing that's costing them interceptions as much as them being bad throws. Yeah. But yeah, that's the communication thing. That's not 100%. necessarily but you, on Winston. But that, no, but that comes with um, experience and that comes with time. So yeah. the more that they play together, which they will, because there's no doubt now, it's beyond any reasonable doubt that um, Winston will get signed next season. Let's hope so. He definitely will. Let's move on then to the next game on the Saturday, and that was the Buffalo Bills at the New England Patriots. The Pats defense come up again with another stop to confirm that the Patriots do indeed win the AFC East. Uh, it was 24-17, the final score. Josh Allen had the um, 208 passing yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, so that's a good stat line. Rating of 102.7. Tom Brady, 271 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, rating of 111. Um, a big part of the game for me, Dave, was when Edelman had to go off for a concussion evaluation and the patch just fell apart on third yeah. down conversions without him. Well, the interesting thing, on a third, uh, they tried a, an end around with um, the new lad, Harry. Nikhil Harry, yeah. yeah. I've never seen the Pats do that on a third down. No, ever, they, they were just trying ever. anything. to. Yeah, because, I mean, when you're doing that, you're going, ooh, this could get interesting. Edelman comes back in, it was business as usual, which yeah. was somewhat of a disappointment. Yeah, it was a good game for the Bills in, in part. You know, obviously, Dion Dawkins was the eligible receiver for the Bills and got his uh, his passing touchdown. That was that was nice to see. Mm. And John Brown had a 53-yard touchdown play against the Pat Zero Blitz package. Yeah. So it was well, nice that, to see that Josh Allen would stick in the pocket and throw that ball downfield. Well, to, no, that, I think that was great coaching because if you see he started on the cornerback and moved yeah. to um, the safety. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he moved from the safety, it was one little check movement and ran off. And then he was just, I mean, that is Gone. pure coaching. Yeah. That's all it is. Because he recognised, okay, they're playing man, switch to this. Because you heard him say, kill, kill, moved off, mm-hmm. play on a different package. And there was no progression straight through going, that's what I'm going for. Yeah. We're going, yeah. And it was just great. Brilliant. Well done. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, good good plays overall for the Bills. But, of course, it was the Patriots that got in the end. Yeah. Uh, Rex Burkhead had the deciding touchdown after bouncing off a defender. I think he led in receiving yards as well. It's what he does, um, so. And Edelman caught the two-point conversion. Uh, yeah, it was just when he came back on, he he gave the entire offense a lift as soon as Edelman ran back onto the the field. So yeah, it's just what it is, you know. Patriots beat the, the Bills again, and um... I think the two parts of the Patriots game that really stood out was uh, their rushing defense. Yes, and I think it was uh, their offensive line. Brady looked a bit more like Brady. We saw mm. a block from Brady as well at one. We point, did, yeah, it was a good nice, nice low block. Um, and but Davis was... White. Yes, which was which was interesting, um, but no, it was interesting to see the uh, the Pats' defense against the rush. Yeah, because the Bills have had a bit of a difficult time recently in the rush because they've played really five very good defenses in the past five weeks: mm-hmm. um, Broncos, Cowboys, uh, Steelers defense. Yeah, uh, then they've played the Pats, and I can't remember who the other one. Oh, Ravens. Yeah. So I mean, they're so, five. That's really a murderous really row good. of defenses. Though. Yeah. Forget about this week. They've got over 100 rushing yards every single week coming into this week. Yeah. So if you're thinking, if the Pats can keep them under 100 yards, that's a stellar performance. They did that. And in the Russians, in red zone, almost nothing. Mm. I mean, there was a few rushes by uh, Josh Allen, but generally there was nothing. 
They're just not using Singletary as much as I no, thought they no. were going to in this game. Yeah, he still 15, did okay. 15 carries, yeah. which is more than he's had in previous weeks. Because we've been shouting for him to have more carries. I mean, have, there yeah. might be an injury or something, a shoulder or something, which is preventing it from happening. Mm. But 15 carries is more than he's had um, in previous weeks. Yeah. The problem was, it was down at first contact because the tackling was just so good. And it wasn't yeah, as though the up, Pats were just overloading the box. They were just brilliant. Yeah. Um, and we're moving into that period now where the Pats look as though they might be becoming patish and Oh, I know. You know what it's I'm horrible, saying. horrible, isn't it? You know <laughs> what I'm saying. No one wants it, but it is what it is. Let's move on. Uh, the last game on the Saturday night then was the LA Rams at the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Ramsey got his first in- interception for the Rams, but everyone remember his performance for him watching Sanders burn him uh, to catch one that gave the Niners the field position they needed for the game-winning field goal. The final score was 34-31. to uh, Jared Goff had 323 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, 248 yards passing, one touchdown, two interceptions. I think uh, if we look at some of the good plays here, Debo Samuel had a good sweep touchdown. Uh, by staying in bounds, Mostert with another touchdown, Fred Warner with the pick six, and uh, George Kittle with a touchdown to put the Niners in the lead late on. Uh, Todd Gurley, two touchdowns, Dave. That's pretty good to see. And one for Brandon Cooks, the forgotten man in the uh, the Rams receiving core. One for Cooper Cup. Greg the leg missed a field goal, but made the game time one late on. Yep. Uh, there were lots of third and longs I saw for the Niners, but they seemed to start converting them as the game wore on. So despite the fact that Aaron Donald was getting through um, yeah, they managed to finally pick up the and seem to snowball for the 49ers, is what I'm trying to think of as saying there. I think so. I mean, going back to what you mentioned about the Jalen Ramsey uh, <laughs> when he got burned, he yeah. came out in the press afterwards. I don't know if you've seen it, but completely blamed the safety, threw him under the bus, <laughs> and said it was all your fight. What are you doing? You didn't cover him, which was a comic because even the journalists were laughing as he was saying it. Yeah, well, that's Jalen Ramsey for you. down, son. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think what we saw here is. Uh, ultimately, a team, two teams who um, have got flaws. I don't think there's anything yeah. about that. Um, but one, the team, the better team winning. Simple as that. I mean, you've got the Rams, who are 22nd against the rush in defense and 11th against passing. Now, this yeah. time last year, last year, you were not saying that. Nope. Their offensive line. Um, there's one of their offensive linemen, Dave Edwards. Wow. I mean, he wouldn't make it in Denver. It's, it's insane. They've got so many injuries on that offensive line. It's next man up. Yeah. But unfortunately, the next man up has never played on the offensive line before, yeah. seemingly. Um, then you've got San Francisco, a first against the pass on defense. 17th against the rush. Yeah. I mean, 17th against the rush. Why aren't you rushing it down their throat? Yeah. Well, Todd did to get two rushing touchdowns. Okay, how many yards did he get? Well, not enough. How many carries? <laughs> it's just not enough. I mean, that's, that is how they're going to lose in playoffs the 49ers which they are they're not going to win the Super Bowl okay. that's how they are going to lose it's going to be against a rush It, you know it's as simple as that but the good thing with the 49ers is they're using a fullback I love fullbacks use check yeah. yeah I think they're absolutely brilliant I think he scored his first touchdown last week or the week yeah. before yeah. Um, but they're in too many shootouts that but they can hold into shootouts. This performance in regular season against the yes. Saints, you can you see times, them actually hold on to the game. But how many times in history have we seen teams who are brilliant at shootouts go into the playoffs and just lose? Well, okay. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? But you know, it's encouraging I mean, that's, at least that's that the they only managed concern to. At the moment, but they are the second, third best team to watch in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a division game as well, so it's yeah. always tougher. Um, but yeah, they they got the the performance at the end and they got the the field goal. Yeah. Let's move on into the Sunday games. Let's start with the Steelers and Jets. So the Steelers did have a final drive chance that came up short. 
and Fickin's kicking was enough to get the uh, the win for the Jets here. Uh, 16-10 was the final score. Uh, you had Sam Darnold playing pretty well. 183 passing yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, which was a bit of a shocker. Uh, there was a touchdown pass to Robbie Anderson in the first quarter. That Great set, take. That was, a, was yeah. an amazing take. It set my alarm bells ringing, Dave, I've got to be honest. <laughs> and, uh, then Hodges got intercepted by Terrell Basham and Marcus May in the end zone um, for that second one. Then they switched to Mason Rudolph in the second quarter. He threw a game-tying touchdown to Deontay Johnson to finish the half. Yeah. Um, then Rudolph gets injured uh, in the fourth quarter and Duck comes back in. And uh, yeah, we didn't get a touchdown after that. So like I said, he had a go, got close, but in the end it wasn't to be. Uh, TJ Watt had a strip sack fumble recovery and there was a good sack for Quinn and Williams as well. He's finally coming back. Coming back from injury. And getting a chance. I know how much so. you hate Rudolph. What was your thought? When... I don't hate Rudolph. I just know he's not a great quarterback. Okay. So... I know how much you, I know how crap you think Rudolph is. What was your <laughs> thought when Hodges was taken out? Hodges obviously isn't good enough as well. I mean, no, it's not a secret. He's, no, he's a backup. He's, he's a third string quarterback. Yeah, he's a fad because he's dark. He's, he's Gardner with... Minshew. Exactly, I was going to say. When you've taken out Hodges, who was obviously struggling in this game, and you're yeah. replacing him with. Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. What what are you thinking as a Steelers? Well, we've lost thinking, the game. Yeah, <laughs> but are you thinking we might as well have stayed with Hodges or what's well, your thoughts on it? I think there were some stories that before the the game he'd been put on a, a tight leash by Mike Tomlin, so he'd already come mm. out in the press and said that Duck's not going to have a lot of chances if he makes mistakes. He'd yeah. then given some reps to Rudolph as well during the week, which is not good for confidence. Um, and so then he goes out there on a. The game plan as well is predicated on him not making mistakes. And he's trying to get third down conversions because Connor was back, but our running game still isn't good enough to really move the chains. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not, I'm a little bit disappointed that he got taken out so quickly, but I can, I think it was kind of inevitable because they didn't help this, him out enough. Do you know who starts this week against the Ravens? Well, Rudolph is on IR. So he's out now for the year. So it's going to be Duck starting again this last game. Who's your, I want to say who's your backup, but who's your backups, backups, backups? Uh, I think TJ Barrett's in there as one of our backups. And, uh... I mean, I've never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'd be interesting. Uh, yeah, I think Paxton Lynch in. actually is our backup quarterback after oh, that. That's Fourth rough. stringer. I mean, you drafted him first round. So. No, no, that's a bloody mistake. <laughs> it doesn't matter, Dave, because we're playing the Ravens in week yep. 17. Um, they're resting... Mar Jackson, they're probably going to be resting um, Mark Ingram as well. Uh, if we still end up losing that game, which is entirely possible, then I don't really want us to make the playoffs anymore because mm. we're not going to win any games. I'd rather, the, honestly, as a Steelers fan, I'd rather the Titans got in yeah. because the Titans are a much better team overall. Um, we can't score more than 16 points. But what, so you, you'd like the Titans to get in just because you don't want to get murdered in the playoffs? Well, no, I don't. No, I would rather the Titans got in because they're a better team and the better team should be in the playoffs. Right. And they'll actually have a chance of progressing in the playoffs. Whereas I don't think we would. So we'd just be taking up a spot in the wildcard round and get picked off by a good good offence. Because that's all it takes is an yeah. offence that can score a couple of touchdowns on us. They can't score more than that usually. I mean, our defence is, is legit. I don't, I don't think that's the key. I think the key is the defence that you play. Yeah. If you play against a team with a good defence, your offence is completely nullified and you'll score nothing. Well, yeah. So it doesn't matter what you're off. What we we just score defensive does. touchdowns yeah. to, to win games. Yeah, I say you've got Hayden, who's your top, top touchdown scorer <laughs> at the moment. I think 
Looking at the Bills, because I think we talk a lot about the Steelers. No. Looking at the Bills. Why are you talking about the Bills now? Jets. Looking at the Jets. the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Christ. how much you don't think about the Jets? Yeah. <laughs> so looking at the uh, Buffalo Jets. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that really has stood out is the lack of use for Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Really. So he only had 25 carries this week, which is great. He's starting to use yeah. him a lot. That's that's absolutely great. He's had his fewest number of carries this season than at any point in his career. Well, yeah, he's got think, the Steelers O-line to run behind. Well, 2015, never this number of carries, that's not yards, that's just carries attempts. 2015, I think, is an exception where he missed half the season through injuries. He had injuries, yeah. And obviously 2018 when he was off his face on drugs and couldn't was play. suspended for certain games, yeah. Yeah, so um, it's he, he hasn't had enough carries. And if you're paying, I think he's the highest paid running back or second highest paid running back or something like oh, that. That's... It's very, very high. If you're paying someone that much money, you have to build your whole offensive plan around them. Yeah. And they haven't given him enough carries at no. all. So that is a big, big issue for them. Um, I think they'll be getting a new coaching structure next year. I don't think there's any Ooh. doubt about that. I, think I don't know. I'm pretty sure that Gase is going to be going. Well, um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, one thing that is quite shocking though and um, I was doing a little bit of research I know Bloody everyone hell. thinks this is thrown together um, Jets uh, defence against the run Yeah, where do you think they are in the 32 against the run against the run I think they're probably pretty good aren't they top 10 second second against the run yeah it's the, it's the passing game they can't stop guess where they are against passing oh about 29 15 15 is that it that's it Oh, apologies. Defensively, Jess. absolutely. Defensively, I was I was amazed, and this is just on in terms of yards gained. Yeah. So there's loads of ways in which you can analyze defense. For me, yards gained is is the big one. Yeah. Um, they're very good at stopping third down as well. In terms of third down conversions or preventing third down conversions, I think they're like 14th or 15th. So then right. it's not defense is not the issue. No. It's offense, and when you've got a massive offensive weapon, their biggest offensive weapon, and they're not using him. Mm bit weird yeah it is I mean when you think about their offence you think about um, Robbie Anderson burning yeah. down the line you've got um, Jameson Crowder as the possession receiver doing pretty well had a couple of good games this year he has it? yeah he Arnold's has. promising he's not the finisher no no I think he's, he's pretty decent though yeah um, definitely want to keep around and they haven't really grow. got much at tight end no um, I mean when you're missing Austin Safari and Jenkins you know it's bad times <laughs> um I don't think the situation is as bad as their record leads us to believe in the Jets. They just don't have, wait for the pun, the bell carrier. Oh, my God. Right, we're <laughs> going to move on now. Uh, let's do a quick one then with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and the Atlanta yeah, Falcons. Quick. Early scoring for the Falcons put this game to bed after less than 15 minutes in Atlanta. And the yeah. Jags look spent. Final score was 24-12. to 12. Uh, You had Matt Ryan throwing 384 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Gardner Minshew, 181 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Um, it was Julio Jones again, 10 catches for 166 yards. Devonta Freeman with 127 scrimmage yards and a rushing and receiving touchdown. Chris Conley with the response, touchdown late for the Jags. And Jared Wilson and Trey Herndon with the picks of Matt Ryan. This was a kind of fairly simple game. I'm not uh, going to spend yep. any time on this really, Dave, if you don't want to. Uh, three points to make. Firstly, um, Julio Jones broke the single season uh, 100 hundred. No, number, <laughs> number of hundred game uh, receiving yard games. Yeah, yeah. Um, if he does it again, he will equal um, some wide receiver from Jerry Rice. Or something. I can't remember <laughs> it usually it is. is Jerry Rice. Yeah. It's a record. <laughs> um, two points I want to talk about. Firstly, 
Um, Jags have, concern, have confirmed that the general manager will be coming back next season. Yep. Um, good I think them. he's done a good job. I think he's done perfectly okay. Is it Bob Dave, Quinn? Uh, it's Caldwell. Dave Caldwell. Oh, Dave Caldwell, sorry. Yeah. Um, so they've confirmed he'll be coming back. There's still no um, confirmation Dolphin, whether or not um, they're going to be hiring a manager of football. Executive VP exec or whatever football operations, yeah. Um, Dan Quinn. Yes. Quickly. Do, do the Falcons keep him? No. Why not? Because it's Dan Quinn. He's a defensive coordinator. Yeah. And they've been rubbish again this year. Okay. First eight games, their record one and seven. Yes. Second eight games, their record six and two. Yeah. Now, so give it to Raheem Morris. Okay, but the sign of a good coach is turning something around when it's going badly, <laughs> or getting someone else to come in and do. I the just job. want to say for the record, I agree with you. Yeah. Get him out. <laughs> but the case can be made for. I mean, if Dan Quinn does keep his job, this is the save of the decade. Could be, yeah. Um, that's the only thing that I found interesting in that game. Nothing else. And the Jags are on the beach. It's crazy, isn't it? Mental. Yeah. Uh, let's move on then to uh, the Ravens against the Browns. There was no repeat of the 40 points the Browns put up last time these teams met. Baltimore instead sewing up the number one seed in the AFC for the first time in their history. 31 points to 15. Uh, Lamar Jackson, his last game of the regular season, because he's going to be benched for uh, week 17. Rest, I should say. Uh, <laughs> 238 passing yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, 103 yards rushing, one lost fumble. Baker Mayfield, in comparison, 192 passing yards, two touchdowns, one interception. So, yeah, for the Ravens, it was two touchdowns for Mark Andrews in the first half, a receiving touchdown for Mark Ingram, and a late rushing touchdown for Justice Hill. Eased those Ravens past the uh, the Cleveland Browns. There was a touchdown for OBJ, but the Cleveland Clown Cam... We'll make sure that people remember him more for arguing with Kitchens on the sideline and throwing his helmet away. Baker arguing with fans as he's walking off the field. And uh, OBJ seemed to say, save me, bro, to Lamar when they shook hands at the end of the game as well. So um, anything that can go wrong in Cleveland will go wrong in Cleveland. This is uh, a good organisation against a bad organisation. It's how to do it and how not to do it. Uh -uh, uh -uh. It, it, Honestly, they're opposite. They're polar opposites. What you've got is the Ravens, who hired a quarterback who was completely against everything that they did. I mean, they yeah. had Nick. They had yeah. um, the anti. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> might as bloody well anti be Joe Flacco. Might as well be this season. Yeah. So they had an old, a whole offense around Joe Flacco, and everyone who knows anything about the NFL knows what that means. Yes. Um, a quarterback who's not going to run much. He's ever. Yeah, good arm though, very good deep throw. Well, moving in, no, sling yes. it downfield and hope someone catches it. Pipe down, son. All right. Oh, I won't. <laughs> You've had Roethlisberger for how long? So much better what? than Joe Flacco, mate. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree with that actually. Yeah, but, let's move on. Come on. And they've adapted their entire team in a very, very short amount of time. In what two seasons? Yeah, to season be half. elite and the polar opposite to what it was. Yeah, you've now got. The Browns, who have changed not very much schemes wise, I mean they've had. Did they ever have a scheme? Well, they, and they haven't now, so nothing's changed. <laughs> but essentially, what you've got is it's just argument, it's turmoil, and yeah. do you know the the silence is deafening from one person, the GM, <laughs> John because Dorsey, he the forgotten knows, man. he knows he made a mistake with Freddie Kitchens, yeah. and he's not coming out going, no, he's still our guy, he's still our guy, no, 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 it's every other team who's in trouble, and I include the Broncos on this, yep. the GM has come out and said, he's our guy, 
Or in the case of Jerry Jones, I said everything but he's out of yeah, yeah. Has been saying he'll coach in the NFL next season. Yeah, somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Dorsey hasn't done that, and the silence is deafening because we all know how much John Dorsey loves the cameras. <laughs> well, okay. It's well, true. It is yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 11 straight wins. He is now the MVP, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, he Jackson. will be. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's, there's got to be any. He gets to take a that. week off, and then he's got another week for the bye. So that's two weeks of just rest for this team, basically. Yeah. Uh, which is scary for the rest of the AFC. Um, although, I would do want to, just one point before we move on about the Ravens. And did you see that rush by Lamar in the third quarter where Nick Boyle was supposed to block for him? No. He didn't. And Lamar got blown up by the uh, the Cleveland defense. Yes, no, I did. That was a worrying hit for me. That is something that, yes. having seen other mobile quarterbacks before, the, the other issue it was, takes one of those hits. The other issue, there was another one, I think, in the second where um, there was a blown coverage. He ran on. All he had to do was just take slide that's all he had to do yeah and decided not to and then took the hit instead and it was he, I don't want to say he volunteered to take the hit but he was happy to don't be happy to take the no. hit take the knee yeah um, um, the one thing I want to ask though you said mentioned that Lamar Jackson is um, being benched for week 17 is that being confirmed yeah RG3 starting that game is that not a bit of a worry in the fact that they've got the bye yeah for the wild card yeah so essentially Lamar Jackson is going to be missing for two games because we've seen it in years gone by where um, teams have rested um, their main stars yeah, yeah. had a bye come back and then lost in the first game it's double edged sword isn't it because obviously you don't want anyone to get injured yep. for, for a nothing game which is what it is even though it is a division rivalry against the Steelers yeah um, yeah. I, I would think it would be the, the wise decision to keep him out you'd rather have him healthy and hope that he just still performs like Lamar performs normally I've got him in fantasy, so it's championship week. So, <laughs> yeah, you better move him on. So. You know who my backup is? Go on, Drew Lock. Ooh, <laughs> Drew Lock. Uh, let's talk about another game then that was uh, actually quite important. That was the yeah. New Orleans Saints against the Tennessee Titans. The Saints turned up and let Michael Thomas off the leash. Twelve catches for 136 yards and a touchdown. This game performance meant that Thomas now has the most catches in a single season ever, beating Marvin Harrison's 143 record. He also eclipsed AB's two-season catch record of 265, so that's nice to see. Uh, <laughs> the Saints winning this game 38 points to 28. Uh, great game to watch on both sides. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, let's start with him. 272 yards passing, three touchdowns, no interceptions, a rating of 133.6. Drew Brees, 279 yards passing, three touchdowns, no interception, a uh, rating of 118.2. There was 110 scrimmage yards and two rushing touchdowns for Alvin Kamara. Two touchdowns for Jared Cook. Two very nice touchdowns for Jared Cook, I should add. Uh, the Titans jumped out to an early lead. There were two touchdowns for Tajay Sharp, one for Johnny Smith, and a 49-yard rushing touchdown for AJ Brown. Showed just how dangerous this Titans offense has become with Tannehill in it. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was the Saints leaning on Kamara and obviously especially Thomas that got them the win in this, uh, this one. So yeah, still knocking for the number one seed in the NFC. And the Titans, despite the loss, obviously the Texans lost as well. So I think they're both in the playoffs. Or um, they're in, if the they're Titans, in, their, in their, their grasp, basically. Uh, te- in their I control. Think, no, no, Texans have um, clinched the AFC, AFC South. South. Yeah, but if the Titans beat the if Texans, the Titans beat the Texans, they're in. They are in, definitely. Yeah. Um, the one thing that stood out in this game was when I started watching it, I had the Saints in my accumulator. Right. And they were my first pick. <laughs> yeah. Just because they're so much better than everyone else. Right. And they were down early yeah, yeah, and the reason they were down is in their I think their first four 14, or five nothing. yeah in their first four or five um, uh, possessions yeah it was like punt 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 field goal punt 
There was nothing. <laughs> now, in the next five of six possessions, they scored touchdowns. Yeah, 21 points in the third quarter. Yes, it was ridiculous. But if you look at those next five, I mean, it it was insane. It was just constantly score, 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 score. And there was nothing that Titans defense could do about it. And that t- no. Titans defense is all right. It's, it's very good. It. It's very good um, defense. I want to take it back to my Nostradamus moment in uh, at the beginning of the season. Go on then. I said that the Titans were sneaky good. Yeah, yeah. Have they or have they not been sneaky good? They have, but not with the quarterback you thought they had. No, no, so. no, no, no. But I also said that the Titans have the best one-two yeah. quarterback. Um, oh, all right. Amy. I did say that though, right? Yes, yeah, all right. Stroking that ego. <laughs> it's the only thing I've got right this season, <laughs> other than the fact the Raiders are gash. Well, yeah. um, no, I think the. The, Titan, the Titans have been a team that I've really enjoyed watching. Yeah. And we're, and it's that whole question of where would they be now had they not started with Mariota. I'm a massive Tannehill fan. Yeah, me too. Real big Tannehill fan. But I'm somewhat worried about the effect it has when Derek Henry's missing from that offense. It has a big, big effect. And I I like Lewis. I think he's decent. But he's no Derek Henry. It, no. Is, it is interesting that Alvin Kamara finally showed up. Someone told him that preseason wasn't 15 games long. Um, but yeah, he, he turned up in a big way this week. Yeah. No, it's good. good display from the Saints. And yep. again, a good display from the, the Titans as well. So fingers crossed. Um, one thing that I have noticed watching the Saints two weeks running, um, I'll be very quick on this, is Eli Apple getting shouted at by Marchand Lattimore. Oh, yeah. Twice. Consistently. <laughs> There's one point where... Eli Apple sort of running the ball just goes over his head Lattimore turns back and gives him two barrels full well, he should do. and that's happened twice in the last two weeks so <laughs> Lattimore's obviously the leader on that defence yeah um, Apple obviously isn't no um, recently a man referred recently. to as cancer well he was he, was he was drafted in the first round by the Giants and I was in yeah. New York at that time top and it 15 was, pick wasn't it oh, it was a big pick it was cornerback and he was Eli Apple Big, Big Apple, Apple going yeah. in New York. He was all over Times Square. And I was there when it was happening. It was amazing. And he was, um, under McAdoo, given free reign to do what he wanted. He was sort of handed the keys to that defense. And whoops. I mean, yeah, whoops, <laughs> indeed. And he was referred to, um, was it by Dave Gettleman, as a cancer in the dressing room? I think it was one of the um, other players that called him And he him was that. traded for a fifth or something like that. Oh, yeah. They wanted this to is get only rid of two him. seasons in. This is only, he's only played there for a couple of years. But he got burnt several times yes. in in New York and in and in New Orleans as well yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if he gets moved on again if I'm honest well we'll see yeah uh, let's move on to a, a quick game uh, in terms of review yeah that was the uh, Indianapolis Colts and the Carolina Panthers it was a first career start that Will Greer will not want to be reminded of too often this game was over by half time uh, final score was 38 points to 6 Jacoby Brissett with a very Jacoby Brissett stat line of 119 passing yards no touchdowns no interceptions uh, he had one rushing touchdown though uh, Will Greer 224 passing yards, but no touchdowns and three interceptions. Indy stuck with the running game. Marlon Mack was back and scoring. 16 carries for 95 yards and a touchdown. A rushing touchdown as well for Jordan Wilkins. And then, of course, the one for Jacoby Brissett. Christian McCaffrey had 173 scrimmage yards. And Bruce Irving got two sacks for the Panthers, but that's all the positives I could find. Hmm. Uh, Pierre Desir sacked Will Greer twice. Anthony Walker with a third of the game. Uh, And there were sacks for Justin Houston, Grover Stewart, Anthony Walker... And two for Al-Qadeen Muhammad. So, fairly decent performance if you're a Colts fan watching that game at home yeah. against the Panthers. But, uh, yeah, the, the Panthers are just waiting for the off-season now, aren't they? Um, I think they've been in the off-season for a couple of weeks. Could be. Could be. Um, I'm not going to say much about this game because I don't think much needs to be said. Nope. Um, the two punt returns were brilliant. I, I like the stat that um, there's only six guys who have got more 
um, punt return yards this season than Hines got in that in, just got in that one game. <laughs> it's only six guys. I mean, that as a stat, it blows your mind. Yeah. The thing is, Will Greer. Yes. Now, I've said before, he's, his nickname in college, do you remember what it was? No. Touchdown Jesus. That was, was it real? Yeah. Oh, man. So, I should have remembered that. <laughs> he start, so he's, he's a talented guy. He really yeah. is. He's a dual threat quarterback. Um, drafted third round, 100 yes. overall. Um, started at Florida. Um, he was redshirting to Jeff Driscoll. I mean, nice. Yeah. Um, he was banned for performance enhancing drugs, um, but that was a weight loss aid, essentially. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to hold it down against Fatty, a fellow Fatty. <laughs> but he went to West Virginia. Um, 71 touchdowns in just 22 games. I mean, yeah, I mean, the boy's why. got talent. Yeah, he really has. The line was awful. I mean. It has been all, it has been for years. Horrific. I really hope he gets another chance. DJ Moore went down with injury as well, which is like your your only yeah. receiving threat as well. So, I mean, yeah. What can you do? Well, the only other receiving threat is a is a running back. Yeah, and it's not very often you see a running back getting tar- getting double teamed as a receiver when he's running off the back line. Yeah, I mean, it's something I've be never happening. seen before. Yeah. There was one point where one of the safeties, um, followed. McCaffrey's um, sort of screen pass yeah, as though he was going to sort of carry him and sort of block the run and then went oh there's no one near me I'll just rush the quarterback then so then just rush the quarterback and got a sack and it's, he kind of sort of did it and got up and went well that works no he, <laughs> no, he got up and went is someone going to flag me no yeah. oh cool that's alright I can't remember who it was it was just you sitting there going how yeah how it's ridiculous the Completely rudderless with uh, Ron Rivera not there anymore as well. Well, the so. thing is, is they've got a new owner, and the, this new owner um, is renowned for making um, sort of slapstick decisions that are completely revolutionary in what they do. And there's been a lot of talk of the Panthers moving to a different town. Uh, their mm. lease is up in the current stadium. It's obviously not going to happen this season. No. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if we hear something hear rumblings coming out of Carolina soon that they're going to be moving maybe not to a different state because they they, okay. they they lease the stadium it's not their stadium they share it with the college I think yeah, yeah. They should share it with. but it wouldn't surprise me if they moved to a different part of uh, that neck of the woods it's not a great stadium to be no. honest uh, let's move on then to another uh, another matchup then we've got the Miami Dolphins and yeah. the Cincinnati Bengals Miami gave up 16 points in the final 29 seconds of regulation time <laughs> but regrouped and Jason Sanders kicked a 37-yard field goal as time expired for a 38-35 win on Sunday in overtime. Dalton found Eifert in the end zone and then ran on a two-point conversion himself to set up that overtime uh, play. Let's just go for it. Javante Parker's legit, right? Five catches for 111 yards and a touchdown. Mike Gazicki with 82 yards and two touchdowns. And a receiving touchdown for defensive rookie Christian Wilkins, which is always yeah. nice to see. For Cincinnati, Tyler Boyd was also showing off. Nine catches for 128 yards and two touchdowns. Just showing off. His first was a great catch and stretch over the line. Um, Tyler Eifert, as I said before, with that touchdown. CJ Uzama with the other receiving touchdown. Cincinnati have now got the number one pick in the 2020 draft. Sewn up. Yeah. Guaranteed. Andy Dalton in what could be his penultimate game for the the Bengals. almost, Almost a nice goodbye. 396 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. He did lose a fumble. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 419 passing yards, four touchdowns, and the one interception. Great game to watch. Um, fun on both sides. Obviously, I'd pick the Bengals to win this, and they were so close to doing it yeah. as well. But can we add a little caveat to that of the reason you picked them? 
<laughs> what? It was, no, it was just because we wanted to win. We did want to beat the king as well. Yes, that was the reason we picked them. And it was a close game. The Bengals did show up. Obviously, I was expecting Mixon to do more than he did in the game, which is maybe the downfall yeah, of it. But That could be your motto for every single game this oh, season. Oh, give off. Mixon's not had a great season. I the mean, last he's not six got... games, though, he's like the second best rusher okay. in terms of stats. Okay, that's fine. But how many rushing attempts is he having? They lean <sighs> on him massively. He should have more yards than he is. Yeah. Well, there we go. Anyway, it's a good win for the Dolphins in the end yep. um, to the few fans that stuck around long enough to watch that last field goal. And, uh, yeah, means that the Cincinnati Bengals are 1-14. and 14. I mean, as I said, when they got that one solitary win, it's great to get that win just so that you're not an 0-16 team. It's as simple as that. Um, but, yeah, CJ Osama, I really like. Yeah. Um, nice to see him get a touchdown because normally all he does is block. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, it... It, it's a nice goodbye for um, Andy Dalton. I think there's no doubt that um, Dalton won't be the future. Is not the future of that franchise. He might be starting week one. He next might start week, week one. Um, It'll be eased out. Not sure if he's there. I mean, yeah. it, it may well be that he's not there. He's going to be back up somewhere. He'll be in the league. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, he's good enough to be a backup. A hundred percent. But yeah, no, they scored in the last minute. Recovered an onside kick. Scored again. Yeah, it's crazy. Out. It was. It was just. It was. I, I was texting you at the time. Yeah. And we were watching you going, oh my God, are they actually going to do this? It was amazing. It was great. TV. I love seeing an onside kick being recovered because it's so yes. difficult to, to get done. So Absolutely. Another um, overtime game was the uh, New York Giants and Washington Redskins. This one was a bit more straightforward in terms of touchdown uh, deciding it. The Giants winning it 41 points to 35. Daniel Jones had a great game, 352 passing yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions, a rating of 132.1. You had Dwayne Haskins having a very good game as well. Uh, he completed 12 of 15 passes for 133 two touchdowns, no interceptions. He had a rating of 143.2, but he did injure his right ankle earlier in the season against the Packers, stayed in the game. He had an injury this game to his left ankle, uh, and that meant that he was out and the medical staff refused to let him go back on, Yeah, which meant that uh, your former flame, Case Keenum. <laughs> former yeah. flame. Uh, he completed 16 of 22 passes 158 yards a touchdown no interceptions including a 99 yard drive 107.8 rating for the former Viking and Bronco and Ram and Ram yeah jeez everywhere else yeah Uh, but the I suppose the the biggest player in the game was obviously Saquon Barkley he had get this 279 scrimmage yards uh, a rushing and a receiving touchdown in this game I mean ridiculous he was just bouncing off tackles they would not stop him at any point I think his longest was about a 75 yard or something like that yeah. and what was interesting is there was guys who were at full pelt so when he broke through one of the safeties sort of tried to intercept the run yeah. um, and they had about a 15 or 20 yard head start on him and when they were at full speed Barkley was still accelerating <laughs> and that was the interesting thing you sort of going God he's Jesus no actually bloody hell yeah. he, sort of, he just keeps on going and he ran 70 yards and it's almost like he's still accelerating going over the line it's amazing I think he did 35 yards on his first play and you're like oh here we go <laughs> this is, uh, I've got him in fantasy so I'm like the here we go <laughs> um, Daniel Jones yeah now I know you're not his biggest fan no is he the best rookie quarterback that we've seen in recent years no why not because he's just not okay. he's not come on why how many yards did he get I'd rather still have Kyler Murray than Daniel Jones. I mean, you you can't just look at one game no, against no. the Skins and no, say, no. "Oh, there we go." He's, he actually, I'm looking at he's the whole the season. So, 
He's got one less touchdown than Aaron Rodgers and Matt Ryan this season. They haven't had good seasons. Played less games. And he doesn't. he's not throwing to Julio Jones or Devante Parker. No, Devante he's not. Parker, Devante Adams. Devante Adams. <laughs> Too many yeah. Devantes. Um, he's only <laughs> played two. one game more than Ryan Tannehill. And you said another brilliant performance from Tannehill. Stay yeah, but he is actually having a good performance. Okay. He's only played one game more than Ryan Tannehill, has 200 more yards and three more touchdowns. I hate when you do research, Dave. <laughs> you know I'm right, though. This is all to try and navigate me, but look. 11 it's not changed my opinion on Daniel Jones. 11 interceptions, which is the same as Dak Prescott. Kyler Murray, how many interceptions does he have? Oh, he's had more. How many more? He's in the worst team. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. You can't say ridiculous things like that and get away with it. The Cards are not a worse team. They were last year. The Giants. Okay, neither of these two teams were in the league last year. So what you're basically, you might as well have said they were in 1964. Irrelevant. Right. Whatever. 18 interceptions in a better team with better wide receivers. Sometimes. The vast majority of the time. Andy Isabella would walk into that Giants team. How many games has Andy Isabella played? No, that's what I'm saying. He he hasn't played that many at all. Yeah. And he would walk into that Giants team. Well. Christian that, Kirk, again, would walk into the Giants team. He would. Team. He would. But again, he's been injured as well this season. Okay. In this game, there were touchdowns for Sterling Shepard, Cody Latimer, and two for rookie Caden Smith. Okay. Cody Latimer used to play for the Broncos. He is trash. I can tell you right now. Utter. But Sterling Shepard is good. Not Darius bad. Slayton is a great r- rookie wide receiver. Slayton's been great. Yeah, he has been absolutely great. Look, it's not changed my opinion on Daniel Jones. Okay, why? He's, he's I an, don't understand it. He's not a. He's a good quarterback. He's just not a great quarterback. And I think if you're drafting someone sixth overall, you want a great quarterback. I think it's good for the podcast that we've got something that we can argue he's, over. Well, that's on a fine. Yeah, the same thing we do for years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I really like. I think every the first they always say the first year of a quarterback you can almost write off. That's not who they are. It's not what they'll become. Possibly, yeah. Now, if that's the basis, and he continues to improve, and he doesn't do a Trubisky, yeah, and just go backwards, yeah. And I think it's the same with Murray as well. Murray's looked amazing, looked yeah. really good at times. At t- other times, you're thinking, right, stop running and just throw the ball, will you? But he hasn't got the offensive line to do that. Yep. There is the possibility that Jones could end up being something really special not a not a Brady or a Rogers or anything but a legit good quarterback a really good quarterback in the NFL and his stats, are bearing, want, his stats are bearing that out yeah. if, that's, if that's enough for the Giants fans then that's great well, <laughs> great they want two with Eli so <laughs> yeah. better than anything that uh, the uh, Steelers have at the moment so <sighs> well Two touchdowns for Steven Sims on the uh, Redskins side. One for Hale Henches and another rushing touchdown for AP. That moves AP clear of Walter Payton for fourth overall in rushing touchdowns. Yeah. It was a good good game for the uh, Skins, I think, on, on both sides of the ball as well. It was nice to see them hanging in the game. Yeah. Terry McLaurin again had some great catches, including one right at the end. He had, had a concussion actually catching this ball and it coming down hitting the turf. But it was is, an important catch. Is, third down. is he rookie... Wide receiver of the year? Yes. Because the only real competition is AJ Brown, right? Yeah. Um, Maybe Met- Slayton Metcalf is then third. hasn't done enough. Slayton, great. Not enough in the first half of the season. Yeah. Second half of the season, definitely. Yeah. Other than that, I'm sort of struggling to come up with names, really. Marquise Brown's done okay for the Ravens as well. Yeah. Uh, it's been a very solid uh, receiving group Yeah. this year. And I think next year is going to be the same again. But would you say McLaurin's number one? Yeah, I would. From what he's had, what he's had to deal with in terms of you know not much help, 
you know, a rookie wide a rookie quarterback who's finding his feet. Yeah. Um, Case Keenum thrown him the first half of the year as well. well you his, know. his his uh, reception radius seems to be reasonably large. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Balls wherever he's fifteen he, yards. For me, his head and shoulders above everyone else okay. this year. Uh, got to rattle through these games, Dave. We're taking far too long. All right. Uh, we've got the Broncos against the Lions. Halfway through the second quarter, the Lions were ten 0 up. But in the end, the Broncos had too many weapons in this contest. Yeah. Final score of 27 points to 17. Drew Locke, um, going back to being safe and conservative, 192 passing yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, rating of 99.6. David Blah, 117 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, rating of 78. I think it was probably a running game centric Philip Lindsay um, 118 we, scrimmage yards and a touchdown our offensive game is built on having a good effective uh, fullback normally yep. um, we rely on uh, we rely on a mix of one two punches with running backs yep. um, we had Andrew Beck playing at fullback this week okay um, had a pass uh, for a third down as well it was a shovel pass okay um, when he took it as a reception he's a tight end who was drafted by the Patriots let go we picked him up, undrafted free agent. Um, we picked him up, and he, he's looked very good in this game. He looked very, very good indeed. And I think what you're seeing is when what you're seeing is an offense that really doesn't have the offensive line um, to play without a fullback. Um, yeah. And we've missed Andy Anovich, who's broken his arm. Um, so it was a big game for um, Drew Locke, who was coming off. Uh, a big loss to away at the uh, Chiefs. It was his first loss, first loss. So you look at him thinking, well, how's he going to come back from that? Um, came from behind, so he can add that other bow to his string. I think the big positive string for to us, his bow, string to his bow, bow to his string. <laughs> the big positive is he has the same amount of touchdowns in half the number of games. Yes, um, as our previous quarterback, <laughs> who shall remain un- unnamed, who won't be there next season. Another um, Allen. Yeah. No, 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 not Allen. Oh, okay, before Alan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Royce Freeman got another rushing touchdown for the yep. Broncos. Deshaun Hamilton with the receiving touchdown. Nice to see Kerryon Johnson back off IR for the Lions. Uh, he clocked in 40 yards on the ground. Kenny Golladay with the touchdown for Detroit. But um, Is it eight losses in a row now for the Lions? Yeah, I mean, it's just another one of those, those games where a big cat hasn't done very well. Yeah. Next up was the LA Chargers and the Oakland Raiders. I think this is the performance the Raiders fans wanted last week in the Coliseum. The Raiders win this game 24 points to 17. Derek Carr, 291 yards passing, one touchdown, no interceptions, 118.2 rating. Philip Rivers, 279 yards passing, no touchdowns, no interceptions, 89.6 yards. Uh, sorry, 89.6 rating. There's a rushing touchdown for John J. Washington and Derek Carr. A seven catch, 107 yard and one touchdown performance for rookie hunter Renfro 2. And Chargers touchdowns came from Melvin Gordon. Austin Eckler was held for under 70 yards for the game, which I guess is the killer for them. And that was the game. Hunter Renfro 2. Hunter Renfro was, yeah, as well. The second. No, Hunter <laughs> Renfro 2, I think. Oh, okay. I thought, that, I thought you were as reading well. his name as in junior. Hunter no. Renfro the second, right. No, not Hunter <laughs> That not would second. have been amazing. No. Um, I think this was, the difference between these two teams were the quarterbacks. You've got Ooh. Derek Carr, who you're not massively... No. You don't feel him, but he looks after the ball really well. Sometimes. He does. His um, conversion percentage is second in the NFL overall. Okay. Um, his third down um, percentage as well is very much up there. I think he's a very, very good quarterback as much as that pains me to say it. Um, and it was big that the Raiders could actually win this because they didn't have a ground game really worthy of speaking of. Josh Jacobs is out. Yeah. Um, and the Chargers looked Charger-ish. 
Um, it was effectively a home game for the Raiders. I mean, it was the fact that the Chargers Again. were at home and they were having to go to play to signal play. I mean, it's, it's just a joke. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. utterly ridiculous. Move. If that's, that's not your problem. town, that's what... <laughs> move. Go to somewhere else. Well, Dean no Spanos one loves is, uh, the Chargers. Is no the worst one. owner in the league. They're the worst franchise in the league. Not in terms of the way that they play. They've got some solid players. It's great to see Hunter Henry playing again. Yeah. Because um, he's been injured every season that he's been in the league, more or less. And he's actually come back and looking at the whole season, yeah. Um, but... But it runs for Eckler. And if Eckler's not getting the yardage, then... Yeah, that's, it, that's it's not helping running him. through a gadget play running back who can receive a little bit. And yeah. This, this shouldn't be this way. No, I think they're not going to see Four Rivers there next year. No. Uh, we still, geez, we've still got four games to go. All right, right. Uh, so the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, How about that not one? game we're going to skip through. Trust Dallas <laughs> to lay an egg when it really matters, Dave. <laughs> After scoring more than 40 points last week, the only person who put up points was Kai Forbath. <sighs> Utterly ridiculous. 17 points to 9 was the final score. Carson Wentz, 319 yards. One touchdown, no interceptions. Dak Prescott, 265 yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Miles Sands had a great performance. 156 scrimmage yards and a rushing touchdown. Dallas Goddard with the receiving touchdown for Philly. I think the difference in this game, Dave, was the better catching by the Eagles receivers. We had people like Greg Ward catching 4 out of 5. Boston yes Scott, no. 6 out of 6. Even JJ Artega Whiteside. Caught both of his targets for 39 yards. Yeah, but no, no, no. That was like the first play and the second yeah. play and then did nothing for the rest of the <laughs> I game. I was just waiting for your message. He's like, he's done it. Yeah. <laughs> he's alive. And you got it as well. So yeah. this week on JJS Eagle Whiteside Watch, he did all right in the first minute and then after that didn't show up. Calm down. But uh, yeah, when you looked at all the receivers, there was at least 70% completion percentage on their catches, um, which is what they desperately needed. Yes. Um, last season it was all the cornerbacks were out then the wide receivers are out this year yeah. um, but it was more the fact that there was six dropped six dropped passes yeah. and these are this is by PFF was six dropped catchable catchers these right. aren't like ones where they're fired every head and you manage to get a palm on it these are proper dropped catchers catchers yeah and Wentz completed 31 of 40 passes in this game on the other side I mean the the, the Cowboys Zeke was held to 84 scrimmage yards. Amari Cooper, 24 yards. Tony Pollard, two rushes for zero yards and a lost fumble. Um, it was just mess after mess in this game in terms of like offensive play calling, uh, not converting. You had important plays where Amari Cooper's on the sideline. So you, you should be there. If you're not going to target him, he should be there to take up some some eyes of the defense, you know? Yeah. And uh, Jerry Jones left the his his executive suite early from the game. He usually sticks around till the end as the uh, the GM slash owner. Did you see his interview? Slash afterwards? overlord. Uh, he did say that he expected to win that game, and uh, he didn't win it. So he also said um, his exact quote was: "So I haven't been thinking about coaching generally in terms of changes, but it's on my radar now, and it's not hard to get into thinking about coaching." How about GMing? Well, you mentioned head coaches there. Now, the problem is that in terms of coaching, this game was just odd. It was very weird in the way in the way that Garrett did things. Yeah. Fourth quarter, fourth and one, he punted. Had two fourth downs after that and went for them. One was fourth and nine, one was fourth and eight. <laughs> You're laughing. Yeah, well, and you know what? That's the, the time, correct that's the correct response to make. Because yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely insane. It really is. His record now, 86 and 70. Now, that's not that doesn't sound bad, 
but, but not when Cowboys. you're the Cowboys. Yeah. And you're playing the Giants and the Redskins twice every season. That's four games immediately. <sighs> most of the time. Yeah, okay. you, you see where I'm coming from most yeah, of the yeah. time. Yeah. He's made the playoffs, the playoffs three times. Yeah. Never made a championship game. And he's been there, what, how many years? The Ten one time years? that they actually won the it's NFC, ridiculous. they were number one seed in the NFC and they lost the first game they played in the playoffs as well. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. In the following season, do you know what the record was? They uh, went, was, they went yeah, in eight eight with 12 wins and the following season they won five or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it was a climb down season, wasn't it? Insane. I've Honestly, I don't see how Garrett's going to be there next year. I just don't see it. I think I heard that Brandon Graham shouted he's going to be taking an Uber home after the game <laughs> it's almost becoming a running joke though yeah it really is it's I mean I don't even know what to say but if you look at their roster they absolutely should be doing I mean if you look everything stats wise apart from where they are in the division they should be much better than they are they've yeah. got the best in terms of yards they've got the best offence in terms of defence I think they're sixth overall or sorry eighth overall against Russian third best defence i they should be better than they are. And mm. they've got an 8-8 eight and eight record. Yeah. I mean, what is this about? It's, it's, it blows my mind. How about them, Cowboys? Oh. Uh, let's talk about the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks. Arizona are not ready for the season to be over just yet, Dave. Putting the skids on their division rival in Century Link, 27 points to 13. Kyler Murray, 118 passing yards, one touchdown, 40 yards rushing, no interceptions. Russell Wilson, 169 passing yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. But it was Kenyon Drake who's done it again. 24 carries, 166 yards, and two touchdowns. Larry Fitzgerald with 48 yards and a receiving touchdown. That moves him into second place on all-time receiving yardage. What yeah. more can you say about the guy? Chris Carson, he got 60 yards scrimmage before going down with a hip injury in the second quarter that's ended this season. And then a few minutes later, CJ Procise breaks his arm. Mm-hmm. So, no running backs apart from now, Marshall Lynch. And yeah. I think they tried out Robert Turbin and CJ Anderson as well during yeah. the week. To top it off, left tackle Dwayne Brown's also going to have minor knee surgery, so he's out for a few weeks. So just what you want. Uh, Clown has been out with flu as well. Um, flu in inverted commas. Yeah. Not asking. Not going to say anything else on that. <laughs> on the other side, then four sacks for Chandler Jones. That's nineteen for the season. Mm-hmm. It's also sixty and sixty-three games since joining the Cards. So uh, not bad, shrewd move there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, great game for the Cards. Means um, we give the Cards GM a lot of stick. We do. Steve Kimes is yeah, trash, but for, for a lot of what he's done, but that that's a pick up and a half. Yeah, Chandler Jones was a, the right move, and this obviously was an acker buster for a lot of a lot of people. I'm I'm guessing not me, not you, nope, no. I mean, I lost on everything else. But this <laughs> one, <laughs> like I said, when you're playing a division rival, um, the cards are playing for pride at the moment, and yep. yeah, it was a really good performance by on both sides of the ball. I think when um, Kyler Murray got injured and went down, yeah. Um, I think it was Brett Huntley came in and Brett Huntley is Kyler Murray to a he's certain, pretty good isn't he? to a certain Brett extent um, but just like the diet version not quite as good not enough sugar doesn't give you the same <laughs> okay. kick but this is the perfect example of having the right backup quarterback Ravens have got it RG3 he's essentially Lamar Jackson light not as good yeah R- rushers okay in the throw and that's what you should essentially have and I'm sorry but it's what it's, it's, it is what the Steelers should have done because you guys have been affected massively by Roethlisberger going down this isn't me bashing you that's fine this is the thing you guys need to learn from you need to go and get a backup quarterback 
Hope we have been like, drafting backup quarterbacks for a and while. You've been now. giving them away. That's the problem. <laughs> you got rid of Dobbs, and Dobbs Don't wasn't talk the future. Dobbs. I mean, he wasn't the future. <laughs> but this is the perfect example of having the right man as backup because that can be just as important. Yeah, if it's the scheme, right a bit like RG three in, in Baltimore. And no one wanted Huntley. He went to um, was the Packers, uh, and yeah. uh, Aaron Rodgers said, "Don't want him. Get rid of him." So they did. Yeah. I think he then went briefly to the Seahawks. Um, and then left the Seahawks and went to the Cards, and it's nice that he's come in and really boosted his value against the Seahawks as well. Yeah, it's good. Um, good game for the good game for the Cardinals. Well done. Two games left: Kansas City Chiefs and the Chicago Bears. If anyone's not following Schleg Daddy TV on YouTube and Twitter, then you definitely should be. Second of all, he got his wish when the Bears got their ass lit up. He's a Bears fan, and he was <laughs> like, he's had it with Trubisky, and he's had it with Ryan Pace, and he was like, the last thing we need now after a few good games is another good performance yeah. because then it just delays the inevitable and so what you need to see is a Mahomes performance to uh, show everyone that Trubisky is trash I'm not sure it is inevitable it is inevitable that, what, I think that the Bears are rubbish with Trubisky no 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 yeah, no, that's, that's what he's saying that's definitely inevitable I'm not sure it's inevitable that Trubisky won't be there next year <laughs> 26 points to 3 was the final score Mahomes got 251 passing yards 2 touchdowns no interceptions a rating of 112.1 Trubisky, 157 passing yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, a rating of 65.4. Damon Williams was finally back from his injury, 93 scrimmage yards and the receiving touchdown on the day. Uh, Travis Kelsey with the other touchdown. Mahomes ran one in as well, about 14 yards, I think it was, just untouched. Yeah. No bear got more than 60 yards on offense. There was one sack for Khalil Mack, and that was it in terms yeah, of positive. I was going to say it's pairs. nice that Khalil Mack's decided to uh, come out of semi-retirement. <laughs> um, what was interesting... Um, one I'm saying interesting yes which is, does annoy me I'm aware that I keep saying that and I apologise um, what I found there was one point when the Chiefs had 120 yards offence sure. and the Bears had one <laughs> one yard of offence yeah I mean it is ridiculous they have to move so offence they can't though. They don't have a first round pick because of the Khalil Mack trade. Yeah. They don't have the capital unless they're going to trade defensive players. But you can't trade defensive players in order to get a quarterback. Most of the time, you just can't. No. So unless they're going to pick up Andy Dalton, well, they're not. Who want, also? If you're a quarterback, who wants to play at Soldier Field? Really? It's the Windy City. You don't want to play there. <laughs> you really don't. I mean, Cody Parker looks like a legit kicker since he's moved. <laughs> <laughs> well, Harrison Buck had a double doink extra point yes, as well. No, I, love seeing, I love seeing Harry, uh, Harrison Buck miss because he's oh, so good. He is very good. Um, he did a kicker's camp, which if anyone's interested, just, I mean, if you ever play soccer or football, just watch it from that perspective because he teaches you how to kick an NFL ball because an NFL ball is the most unstable projectile on earth and yeah. it should not go where you want it to go and he does this whole <laughs> kicking camp thing and it is really interesting to watch that's cool and he boots it 60 yards in just trainers it is ridiculous so I quite like seeing him miss because I know how good he is I'm just going to throw some stats out quickly before we move on go to the it. last game this was Mahomes' 30th NFL game and he's the fastest player to reach 9,000 yards passing Kurt Warner did it in 32 games. And Travis Kelsey also became the first tight end with four 1,000-yard seasons and the first with back-to-back 1,200-yard seasons So as a tight end. So congratulations to both of them. The last game was the Monday night game, Green Bay Packers at the Minnesota Vikings. Too many cooks spoiled a broth, Dave, but the Vikings could have done with at least one on Monday night as uh, it was 23-10 to 10 in the Packers' favour. Aaron Rodgers, 215 yards passing, no touchdowns, one interception. 
Kirk Cousins, 122 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. Aaron Jones, 24 carries, 154 yards and two touchdowns. Again, was the fulcrum of the Packers' offense. 13 catches for Devontae Adams and 116 yards as he was leaned on heavily by Rodgers. And both lost fumbles. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, both Jones and Devontae Adams lost a fumble. It was a quiet day on the ground without Dalvin Cook for the Vikings. A combined 57 yards rushing for the team. Stefan Diggs had 57 yards and a touchdown. Adam Thielen caught zero of four targets. <laughs> I'm very so, publicly. <laughs> these, I'm so glad, drops. so glad that I didn't stay up and watch this game. Oh yeah, like this should have been a good game. But I was, was I was thinking, should I? I've got work the next day. I'm not sure. I'm so glad that I didn't because yeah. it was trash. I mean, there were some highlights on defense. So Darius Smith had three and a half sacks. Um, Daniel Hunter got one to keep his tally ticking over. He's got fourteen and a half for the season. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it was unfortunately. Because I picked the Vikings to beat the uh, yeah. the Packers in our, our fight against the King, it was a win for the the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, who get another victory? It's like thirteen and three now. And does that stat continue? Another, oh, and nine now. Kirk Cousins in Monday Night Football. Yeah, I mean, I should have known that going into the. That's not the a coincidence, pick. is it? There's, no. there's got to be something behind that. It's about Andy Dalton always flaked under the lights, didn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. might be that. Might be when the, the nation's eyes are looking at you. Anyway, it means that we go on to the picks then for week 16. And unfortunately for the people, we lost 10 points to 9 yeah. against the King. Um, the only one that went in our favour was the Giants over the Skins and the Raiders over the Chargers. But he got us with the Texans beating the Bucks, the Dolphins beating the Bengals, and the Packers beating the Vikings. And there is someone we know who got 14 though. Isn't it? Yes, on our WhatsApp group, someone let us know they got 14. Oh yeah, yeah, it was that corner. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, it does mean that the official season ends with the King on 152 points and the people on 148. So he won by four. We better just quickly do the player and team of the week. Yes. For you, Dave, who are you picking? Um, Team of the week, I'm going to go the cards um, because I think it's very, very difficult to win in Seattle. Oh, yeah. Um, And they've won with their backup quarterback. So absolutely no, completely no no question about it. It has to be the cards for me. Sure. Okay. Uh, team of the week I'm going to go for oh, I can't go for the cards now <laughs> you can can you I go for the yeah, cards yeah you absolutely can go for the cards um, no I'm going to go for the Philadelphia Eagles because that was a crunch game it for them they've been playing game. terribly for weeks you had yeah. the Cowboys in confident mood I mean Wentz, they is shut an, them up. Wentz is another shout for player of the week if I'm honest they had a big glass of shut up juice yeah <laughs> Wentz is the shout for player of the week. Um, okay, who's your player of the week though? Saquon Barkley. Oh, I was going to say Saquon Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I'll go for Wentz. All right, you go for yeah, Wentz. Yeah, I'll go for I'll Barkley go for then. I mean, the thing with Wentz is every single play, more or less, was a screenplay. Yeah. Almost every single one. And he was faking this. He was faking the um, cowboy center so many times. He was looking and going, "I'm going to throw it to him. I'm going to throw it to him." Just literally staring down the field. And the set and the, the safety who reads the quarterback eyes more often than not, yeah, was being sold down the river. And it was just a little nice little five yard pass to uh, Sanders. It was lovely. Um, <laughs> but yeah, completely sold them. So I, despite saying Barkley, and I still say Barkley was my player of the week, but I'll, I'll go for go for Wentz. Okay. right let's do the picks then for week 17 I have the Kings picks here week 17 and is that breaking news is it well no (laughs) just saying it's you know it's nice to see them here Um, and week 17 traditionally is a Royal Rumble when it comes to the the picks so it's not just one person against him 
it is several people against him. Every member of the pod, apart from myself, is picking you this week. Do yours as no, well. I'm not going to do it as well. There's too many to put up on the on the website. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have got picks for um, Philly Psy, Punk Raider. You're going to do yours as well. Yeah. Denver Dave. Yeah. Uh, we've also got some returning people coming in for the picks. So uh, Nick the Jet, who we always love, has put in his picks. We have got Connor, who got 14 points last week. Um, and Lou, who's a Giants, Giants fan. fan yeah. uh, we've also got Mike, who's a Chiefs fan, coming in there as well. So mm-hmm. we've got loads of picks in uh, for this week. I'm not going to say everyone's picks for them. No. But uh, let's go through them quickly. The first up, uh, they're all on Sunday. It's the New York Jets at the Buffalo Bills. Dave? Bills. Without, any, the Bills. without any shadow um, of a doubt. I mean, there's zero hesitation. Yeah, I mean, the King's gone for the Bills. Everyone's gone for the Bills, apart from Sai, who's gone for the Jets. I mean, there, there's a Re- weird... his, his, his reasoning is that the Bills are going to rest in place. Yes, yeah, I was going to say, there, there is the caveat on all of these and the fact that you get players starting who you've never heard of. Which is why we've said that the league's finished for yeah. the King versus the people. It's just a shame that you know fantasy doesn't do that as well yeah exactly <laughs> although if you did I'd lose because I'm in second so actually no yeah. give us one more go <laughs> um, uh, yeah it yeah. was for me they have a stronger offence stronger defence although as I've been saying that the Jets have got the second best defence overall well, yeah, in terms been, of stopping the rush so all, what, what all do game. I know what do I know uh, next up then it's the Cleveland Browns at the Cincinnati Bengals oh my god um, <laughs> I am going to say Freddie Kitchens is going to get a W on his walk out of the door oh okay uh, well the King has gone also for the Browns um, I think only Nick's gone for the Bengals in this game brave again it's a home game and the Bengals haven't looked bad the last few weeks whereas the Browns have looked bad the last few weeks so yeah but I mean it's in Cincinnati anything can happen there I, I wouldn't I went for the Bengals last week. I would not go for them this week. I hope the Bengals win. I really hope yeah, the yeah. Bengals win. I hope the Bengals... They've still got the number one spot, so it doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, I hope the Bengals put up 70 points on the Browns. <laughs> that would be nice, actually, yeah. to see that. Uh, next game is the Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions. Mm, no-brainer. Packers. Yeah? Yeah. Everyone has gone for the Packers, but um, they might be resting players as they have sewn up the NFC North. Yeah. We'll have to assume they're not. <laughs> um, do you know, who's the I haven't said anything about wrestling who's the players. the backup for the Packers now? Do we know who that is? Oh. I mean, Rogers doesn't get rested, does he? No. So I don't see him giving up reps, let alone have given up actual game time. So you have to assume that Rogers plays. Rogers plays, they win. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure we'll better find out after the pod. Mm. Uh, next up then, it's the LA Chargers at the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I mean the Chargers are horrific. They're so bad. Yeah. Um, and they're they're at the Chiefs. Yeah, at the Chiefs. Also, yeah. brain of Chiefs. Yeah, everyone's Christ. gone for the Chiefs. Yeah, no, no everyone. Brainer. The Chicago Bears are at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, what time does this game kick off? <laughs> it's a six o'clock kickoff. That's relevant. Oh, Vikings then in the UK. Uh, yeah, so Vikings. Everyone's gone for the Vikings, apart from Lou, who's gone for the Bears. Oh. So she's picked the Bears. I mean, well, fair enough. I mean, the Vikings played badly last week. You never know. Okay, play. Uh, then it's the Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. Uh, yeah, Patriots. I Unfortunately, think. everyone's gone for the Patriots. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me though if the Vi- if the Dolphins did win that. No, I'd like them the Dolphins to win it. do like to beat the Patriots, especially late on in the season because it was last year we had the what was Miami it, the miracle. Dolph- Miami miracle. That's it. What were you going to say? Dolphin Delight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of... I know it rhymed. I don't know where it was. 
The Atlanta Falcons are at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Falcons Bucks. That could be actually. This game is of the week. a split game here. On yeah, the... this could be game of the week. Could be depending on which James Winston turns up. He still needs a contract <laughs> in so Tampa be... again. Uh, I don't think it has makes much difference when it comes to the Falcons that much. Um, okay. Because one of the big one of the big benefits they've got is the humidity and the heat. Even now, because it's still warm. It is. Um, and it's bloody humid as well. But it's it's the same in. Atlanta, so it doesn't really make a huge difference. Um, I will go Tampa. Okay, the Kings gone for the Bucks as well. Um, so a few people are going for the the Falcons. I think Nick's gone for them, Connor's gone for them, and Lou's gone for them as well. So yeah, uh, yeah pretty even split there. You got the New Orleans Saints at the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> everyone's gone Saints, Dave. I yeah. mean, just, just saying it. <laughs> everyone's gone. You never know. I mean, I'm, I don't know if they're going to start um, Drew Brees. They could start. They could Jason rest everyone. Hill and yeah. it wouldn't matter. <laughs> the Washington Redskins are at the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Cowboys have to win that one, so I'm going to go Cowboys. Okay, Nick's gone for the Redskins, so he's gone against the grain there. Yeah. Yeah. Although, so I did call them the Cowgirls, just to put it out there. I agree with that as well. The the last time we're going to say the Oakland Raiders are at the Denver Broncos. Broncos. Everyone's surely gone for the Broncos, right? Um, no. <laughs> no. Everyone's gone for the Raiders apart from Lou, who's gone for the Broncos. Yeah. So it will go. be nice that... Um, I think the Broncos could win that game. Oh, yeah. They, it is nice that there's these sort of fake dreams that the Raiders are going to make the playoffs in their last season in Oakland, and we're going to be the ones that are going to put the end to that. <laughs> so I quite like the synergy of that. The last nail in the coffin, is Well, it? also, we played them on week one of the season... Um, and we were really disappointed in that game. So yeah. I'd like us ideally to sort of make up for that a little bit and go into the off-season with a little bit of positivity. Yeah. The Arizona Cardinals are at the LA Rams. Ooh. 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 Now, Callum Murray went out of that game. I'm assuming he's going to be back fit. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go cards. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go cards. You have... You've been the only person that's picked yep. the cards. Everyone else has gone for the Rams. I'm happy with that. That's fine. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're seeing in the Rams so much, but... <laughs> <laughs> what would you go for? I'd be tempted to go for the cards in this game. Yeah. I know it's it's in LA. I so... mean, this is one of those games you're not putting in your racker. So you leave it out no. just because, you know. But if if some, if you get a free bet and you have to put it on this game, which way are you going? I'd, I'd go cards because you get better odds. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Money whore. Yeah, I know. Uh, Eagles at Giants. Eagles. Yeah. Um, I think they found their groove. I, lo- I hope they found their groove. The two Giants fans have gone for the Giants. Yeah. But um, other than that, everyone's gone for the Eagles. But I mean, the Giants have got the better quarterback, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I could just hear Sai screaming at the. <laughs> no, all the, the only thing right he's now. going is dick. <laughs> Well, he's probably just rolling his eyes. Yeah. Um, Colts at Jags. That was nothing against Wentz, by the way. That was just because I was bigging up Daniel Jones. Sure, of course you know, it I was. Like Wentz. Of course it was. You've just nailed your, your colours to the mast on Carson Wentz there. No, I like Carson Wentz. He's my player <laughs> just, of the just week. Just not as good as Daniel Jones. Colts at Jags. Uh, Jags are finished for the season. They are, yeah. Yep, they're done. Everyone so, said Colts. Yep, you have to. Steelers at Ravens. Now. You see. <laughs> you see... You, I, 20 minutes ago yes. before you mentioned that Lamar Jackson was definitely out he's definitely not playing I would have gone Ravens 
Yes. I am still going to go Ravens. Okay. Because Mason Rudolph is shit. He's not playing. Rudolph? Yeah. Rudolph's not like that. You're talking about Duck Hodges. Oh, okay. Same thing. Duck it's Hodges not is not the shit same thing. Well. It is. It basically is exactly the same thing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Duck. Um, yeah, no, I'll go Ravens. All right. Well, everyone's gone Ravens apart from Philly Soy, who, mm-hmm. through the resting... Uh, argument has said that the Steelers have got a chance to win that game. Yeah, he's got a point. So thank you. Two games left. First up, it's the Titans at Texans. This is very important for the Titans. It is. Um, arguably, it's important for the Texans as well. Yeah. Um, their form lately hasn't been great, and they need a little bit of form going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I know they won last week, but mm, it wasn't wasn't exactly the great performance. Sure. Um, I am more through hope than anything else. I'm going to go with the Titans. Okay. Well, everyone else has gone for the Texans, Dave. So oh, wow, okay. Everyone's gone for the Texans, Again, despite same, how important same it is. Same rules apply. You get your free bet. Who are you going on? Uh, I would go for the Texans just because it would be nice if the Titans won, but we don't live in a nice world. So You're going for the Texans. I would go for the Texans. I'm literally on my own. The home field advantage, and just because it's so important for the Titans, they might freeze. And uh, Who knows? Who knows? Hopefully it's just a good game. I don't, Do really mind. I don't mind who wins. Bet. Is he back? I'm sure he'll play. I'm sure he'll play. And we've got to bandage him up. (laughs) The last game, the one that was flexed to the uh, the late night, is the 49ers at the Seahawks. Um, this is important. It is very important, (laughs) and I think the 49ers just have too much. Um, I think I'm going to make a prediction that Marshawn Lynch gets less than 50 yards. Okay, I mean the Seahawks did win this in a scraper. Uh, earlier on in the season I think it went overtime field goal uh, it's, again it's a split split call here Sai and Connor have gone for the 49ers yeah. and you've gone for the 49ers everyone else has gone for the Seahawks including the King interesting so there we go those yeah. are the last 16 games of the regular season it's gone quite quickly to be honest too quickly yeah but we are moving into playoff time yeah um which does mean that when we do a pod, we can go a little bit more in depth. I always like yeah. playoff time as well because it's there's so many different storylines coming from here, there, and everywhere, and sort of irrelevant teams like the Broncos just aren't spoken about anymore. <laughs> Don't talk about the Bengals anymore, <laughs> no, apart from, no, no. Pay, apart so, from uh, draft. Yeah. But there's lots of storylines that come out, and you're talking more about the actual the good teams and the good players rather than just you know highlights of a punter throwing to a kicker for a touchdown exactly like yeah so, you get rid of that kind of stupidness yeah no I, I love the playoffs but I also I'm sad to see it come because you know it's the end of the season coming soon exactly but thank you very much everyone for sticking with us and hopefully this uh, podcast shows that uh, we love you back because obviously we're yeah. sitting here on Boxing Day morning recording this it's going to be probably the next day before I get a chance to edit it and, and post it out I've got stuff to do man I've got family coming over yeah, even more reason to stay in your room. Like <laughs> um, but yeah, we will hopefully be back next week. You never know because obviously the new year yeah. um, break, but we will try to get a podcast up next week. And yeah, and through the playoffs as well, obviously hopefully to get some of the guys back as well. Yeah, You never know. And we need to start thinking about doing something special for the Super Bowl as well. Absolutely. But uh, until next week, I've been Jim. That's been Denver David. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>